and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. During our weekday Masses this week, we read from the book of Exodus, and the story of Moses needing to veil his face because it shone with the radiance of God. The Israelites could watch Moses unveiled while he was giving them the words that God had given him. But as soon as that was done, he had to put a veil over his face because he was still reflecting the glory of God too much for them to bear. We also read in the same section from Exodus that a cloud descended on the meeting tent whenever Moses entered. Now, we believe that cloud was the presence of God, but there's a slight difference slightly different emphasis that needs to be made. The Israelites were longing to see God. That is evident by their ability to look at the face of Moses. But they could not see God, and God was veiled to them even when Moses was in the tent. The cloud was the way God was protecting the Israelites from being overwhelmed by a vision of God. Now we come to Christ and the Transfiguration. We hear of a bright cloud, and from that cloud the Father speaks. Is this cloud the same kind of cloud that appeared to the Israelites in the desert? I believe so. So, why did the cloud not envelop Jesus or the three apostles? Answering that question reveals more about Jesus as God than we think. His desire is to be with us. That is clear by his choice to become a a man. Yet in the verse I quoted, he poured out some of his glory to these three apostles in anticipation of them witnessing the tragedy of the cross. We are in a new relationship with God as a result of who Jesus is and what he did. In the third chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, he talks about the veil is still in place regarding the Jewish people. If I may, I think a veil veils everyone even today. It is not the same kind of veil that hides a vision of what is behind it. But I do not think any of us have experienced the splendor of God, His great majesty and glory, in our own lives. I think almost everyone who hears what I am saying has a longing for that vision of God. So why don't we see some evidence of that glory shining through the Eucharist? I mean, at St. John of Arc, we've had adoration for over 40 years. Have there been any reports of a vision of God to anyone who sits in adoration? Please do not misunderstand me. I am not saying we waste time before the Blessed Sacrament. It's not wasted. But I find it interesting that the presence of God so humbly there in the reserved Eucharist remains so earthly. I admit my times in prayer before the Blessed Sacrament have not resulted in any major vision to me either. There have been times when my prayer and thoughts are lifted and I am filled with love of God. But I have never seen anything that I would describe as supernatural. Let me go further along this line of thought. I think it would be wrong not to long for those kinds of experiences. At the same time, I think it would be wrong to be upset that we have not seen anything like that. Some of these personal experiences are so personal that no one can describe them to another person here on this earth. But I think part of the joy of heaven will be to experience all those kinds of things with one another. All of the times of grace that God has given, has filled us with here on earth, we will enjoy with one another in heaven. 
Finally, on this Feast of Transfiguration, I think we should all long for an experience like the apostles had with Jesus. We should all long for an experience like Moses had when he entered the tent and heard the words of God for the Israelites. And I don't think we should be waiting for the veil that hid the meeting tent from the Israelites, that cloud of the presence of God. I don't think we should settle for such a veiled presence of God. We should long for more. God has chosen to reveal to himself to reveal himself to us in Christ. Christ himself shone with a radiance that dazzled the three apostles. Christ himself is with us in the Eucharist, both that we receive and that remains to be adored. Seek him. Seek the God who has chosen to reveal himself in such humble ways. Be like the lover in the Song of Solomon who pursues the beloved into the cold and wet night. Expect to find him. And when you do, like the lover in the Song of Solomon, never let him go. If we pursue him with the passion of love, he will pursue us. Don't settle for less. Seek him. Seek the God who has chosen to be among us.